The director's cut of Battle Royale is classified R for high impact violence. Spoilers! Cullen had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can and now they're cellulose free. Now they're cellulose free. Hello dear listener and welcome to Cellulose Free. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. So what you been up to? I, I went I went on a walk. Where'd you go? I well, I started at Ace Science and then I was here again. Right. Yeah. So you actually walked backwards? No. <laughs> no. You, you walked from Eastlands to here? Yes. That, right. That is what you happened. You caught a bus to Eastlands. Mm-hmm. Spent large amounts of money. Well, no. No. In in Blaseball, the flooding has <laughs> gotten worse. Um there is quite a bit of flooding now, and the coin, who is supposed to be the boss, um, has gone on vacation and left a, a very confused squid in charge. Good. You, and you, you don't listen to the podcast once it comes out, do you? Not often, no. So you, you're completely unaware of the fact that I actually edit out any reference to baseball whatsoever. You don't, though, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Who is to say? It is not me. It is you. <laughs> it is specifically you. Uh, uh, um, right, so Squid's yeah. in charge. Mm-hmm. Good. Everyone's built their stadiums. They're adding renovations with... Various effects. Good. And er- everyone has a credit rating now, so that's... Right. ...fun. So, have have all of the stadiums got contracted uh, hot dog vendors? Uh, no. No. Uh, the- should it be hol- hot dog vendors? N- no. No. Hot dogs are a thing. Um, they're one of the concessions that are sold in a shop somewhere. Right. Not necessarily at the stadiums themselves, just somewhere on the immaterial plane. Uh, that's that's what the squid is supposed to be in charge of. Hot dogs. And other concessions. <laughs> Why are uh, they called concessions, Thomas? That's a great I, question. I've often wondered that. Yeah. Where uh, they say, go to the concession stand. Now, in my mind, concessions are a, um, a reduction in con- costs for something. You know, so if I get a, uh, a ticket to a movie at a concession price, it's lower than the normal price. Or am I completely confused? Um, it has um, always baffled me why. I'm I'm looking through why through such things, things are called now. concessions. 
Okay, so some events or venues contract out the right to sell food to third parties. Those contracts are often referred to as a concession, hence the name for a stand where food is sold. Right. Usually prices for goods at concession stands are greater than elsewhere for the convenience of being close to an attraction, with outside food and drink being prohibited. And they often contribute significant revenue to the venue operator, especially in the case of movie theatres. Right. So the concession is, in fact, the the contract. Yes. Right. That... It's yes, we will let you work here um, and sell your stuff, but you'll pay us stuff. It's a grant of rights, land or property by a government, local authority, corporation, individual or other legal entity. All right. Which covers everything. That, but, that list just covered everything. But, but my experience of concession stands at cinemas are them selling their own stuff. Mm-hmm. So why is it called concession stand there? Dunno. Probably the Americans' fault. Yeah. Okay. No, that 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 sums it up perfectly. It's the Americans' fault. Good. Um, we apologise to our American dear listener for any mm-hmm. insult that they may cause, uh, even if it is completely valid. So um, <laughs> we've we've waffled on long enough and. Uh, Unfortunately, it's also developed a craving for a boysenberry choc top ice cream at a ridiculous price. Mm. I could, could really down one of those. Um, and it would probably be very handy considering what we're about to do. We're about to watch a movie. Yes, that is part of the premise of, <laughs> of this podcast. Uh, yeah. It is interesting. Last week, we watched a Japanese film. We did, yes. A uh, rated in Australia as G. Mm -hmm. We're staying in the country, but we're not staying in the same rating. Mm. We're we're moving almost all the way to the other end. (laughs) Indeed. Um, As far as most states in Australia, uh, it's very much the other end. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, we are watching... Our first ever R-rated movie. We are, yes. In in this this podcast, um, mm-hmm. and it's not R in the sense of the American usage of R. Um, <laughs> Although I'm sure there'll be plenty of the American usage of R. <laughs> yes, um, we are. Yes, R eighteen plus, and this was Thomas's choice. It was. Um, we did establish in some way, shape or form why he chose this film. I wanted to watch it. He wanted to watch it. (laughs) I don't think this particular classification is going to get high rotation um, on this podcast. But Thomas has put a disclaimer at the beginning so that if there are any delicate ears, um, they should possibly turn off now. Or then... Yes, possibly probably then. then. Yes. If, if they turned out, it was probably when I said it. Yes, and they would have saved themselves all of this garbage that has just occurred up to this point as well. Um, so, what is it that we're watching, Thomas? We are watching 
And, and I've put it all the way over there, haven't I? You have. I have. That was a mistake. We're watching the 2000 film Battle Royale, directed by... I'm pretty sure it's, pretty sure it's 1998, actually. Maybe. No, 2000. 2000? Uh, hmm. I don't know. Hmm. What am I? What I am I? I don't know. Who, who am I? Okay. 24631. <laughs> Thomas is 24631. We all know his <laughs> password to his uh, bank account now. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that out. No. <laughs> No, you don't, because the bank account requires at least eight characters, and that's five. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, so, Battle Royale. Thomas, would you please give us a plot synopsis for our dear listener who has no idea how pivotal this film has been to films after it? <laughs> well, the... <laughs> giving you the plot synopsis probably won't give you much of the history no it won't the genre but stay tuned for that mm. Mm. I'll, I'll read it anyway okay it lasts three days each player starts with food, water, and a random weapon. If more than one player survives, everyone dies. There is no escape. In the near future, Japan is in a state of collapse. With high unemployment and a generation of youth out of control, the government enacts the Battle Royale program. Each year, a randomly chosen school class is pitted against itself on an abandoned island in a cruel game of survival. With a former teacher overseeing the game, this is a fight to the death with only one winner. Right. I, I, I got distracted while you were reading that, um, uh -huh. thinking about my various high school classes, uh, year groups, and thinking how I would have survived in this concept. Um, I was a pretty mean dodgeball player. I, I, I won dodgeball on a number of occasions, mainly because I was very good at hiding behind other people. Um, but uh, yes, so this concept is uh, intriguing to say the least, um, but it does have a feel of uh, we've seen it all before. But there is a reason for that, and we'll talk about that after watching Battle Royale. Thomas is going to place the disc. Okay, Thomas has already placed the disc into the player. It's yep. on pause. It's waiting mm -hmm. to go. It's humming eagerly to itself. We're going to watch it, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. <laughs> yeah, mongrel. Was that was that a bit racist? Probably, yeah. Um, okay. I'll edit that bit out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to hear lots of it, though. I get to ask it this week. So what did you think? 
it was an interesting film. I, I, I don't know if I enjoyed it or particularly liked it, but but it is interesting watching it and and seeing the the things that what came after borrow from it. Yes. Yes, and and we certainly alluded to that. It's there's there's no question as to uh, uh, certainly the Hunger Games is the one that immediately springs to mind, but there, there certainly are others that have had the the concept since of battle royale. Um, there is only one survivor, and. Mm. Uh, I would really love to understand and recognise the subtle nuances of Japanese to be able to determine how straight drama that was versus black comedic elements. Mm. Because I, 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 I do get the vibe that there was... A very definite black comedy undertone to certain segments. Am I imagining that? Um, or did you get no, that vibe I, too? I, I don't think you're imagining that. Um, this this um, view of the film is helped by um, Katano being played by Takeshi Katano. Uh, uh, a famous Japanese comedian uh, responsible for Takeshi's Castle, ah, among okay. other things. Right, okay. Um, sorry, was that... I, the I, teacher. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I struggle at the best of times with keeping names to faces, but when you've got the extra layer of having to read um, subtitles and having... 40 characters yeah. <laughs> plus um yeah I, I i really could not put names to faces that being said i could still keep track of characters mm. um just, just didn't have names for them um yeah but I, I i suspected that you're talking about the teacher i do get a feeling i have seen him in something else but uh i could be making that up there are a couple of films that are sort of more overt in the style of, I guess the word satire, maybe? I, I don't know. But um, Robocop and Starship Troopers, um, both, uh, un unless... <laughs> My understanding is that the Americans uh, struggle uh, with the fact that there is that uh, satirical element to them and, and can't quite grasp what's going on. That That's making a broad generalisation, and I do apologise to uh, all our American listeners, but uh, from from what I've read, uh, there there is an element that um, large swathes do not get as far as those those films uh, are deeply taking the, the mickey out of themselves. And, and again, I'm using a phrase that you may not even understand, but um, 
but I do get that feeling that uh, in Battle Royale there is that that undertone um, deeply threaded throughout it, um, enough to chip off the grotesqueness um, that, that this could have been. Because ultimately, I, I don't think it is a grotesque film. Yeah, it, it's... Um... It's there's a lot of blood. There is, and I don't, I don't know that it's gratuitous. No, no, uh, it 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 really comes close in places, mm. um, but I've I've certainly seen um, other films that that are far more gratuitous uh, in in the the blood spurting and the blood splattering and um, it. And the, the, the brutality, it, this is a brutal film, but again, it gets really close to the, uh, the line and um, I can imagine it being too much for some people um, mm. and I can understand people walking out and not watching it to its completion, um, which my understanding is it, it has a a history of that as well um but yeah I, I really found it quite masterful in touching on that the line um quite often but not going over it mm. uh, and and it does do it quite often because yeah. even with that cast of 40 we do see the demise of every single one yeah and and I honestly, uh, from the start, um, thought, oh, this is going to be a slog, um, but it. There there really were only a few times where I glanced at the, the, the clock to see how much more of this there there was to go. Um, I, I make a mental note of if I, actually do that, and and there were a couple of times where I did it, but. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. We, we we saw the demise of everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and and I don't know that there's any repeated deaths in there, really. Um, no. Uh, well, yeah. as as long as you discount yeah. the group deaths, there mm. are, there are a couple of group uh, deaths that. Uh, yes. Every, every demise is reasonably unique as long as it's not happening in the same time yeah. in the same place yep yep um which reminds me of uh, the group that had this grand scheme that that looked like it was going to uh I, I was already i have seen it before but as i said many many years ago um and and do not have a recollection of that group um, planning to take matters into their own hands, and and I, I my my mind was fully processing the fact that they would achieve their goals. <sighs> I I am impressed. Uh, my my recollections of it um, were certainly not thoughts of, wow, that was an impressive film. It was something new. It was something, um, really out there with elements of Lord of the Flies. 
mixed with Agatha Christie's, you know, um, the the, mm-hmm. the the slow murdering off of everyone. Uh, I mean, in the Agatha Christie films, you know, it's a, a, a whodunit, but th- there's a very definite uh, killing off until, you know, possibly there's, there's only going to be a f- few left. So uh, there was elements of that coming across as well. Um, it... It was smart, I thought, a lot smarter than I than I recalled. So, um, mm. yeah, it is interesting seeing those elements that went on to be used elsewhere. Like you, you, you have those announcements yep. at a regular pace, and yep. definitely in the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and it yeah. wasn't done better. No. I don't think. Um, I I, I have a great deal of... I I haven't read the books of The Hunger Games. I found it very hard to read. Um, I I physically find things hard to read, so that doesn't help. Mm. Um, But but I was uh, incredibly impressed with the the film series. Um, I thought that it was going to get weaker, but I thought, thought it actually got stronger as it went along, so... Um, yeah. I was impressed with that, but as far as the concept was concerned, um, yeah, I, I don't think it bettered no. Battle Royale. Even though the stakes were the same, I think they felt uh, stronger in this. Mm. Those those stronger stakes are somewhat helped, I feel, by the fact that this is a class of people who all know each other. Yeah, yep. In in the Hunger Games, you have two people from each district, and the districts are very far apart from each other, and so there's there's not so much of that existing. Yeah, yep. Um, and and so you also have the the cliques within mm. that class, um, and as to whether they survive. Um, <laughs> how far they survive um it's and and what what ends up taking them down yeah yep i i guess to to take it to well it's probably not the extreme but the the survivor series is is very much a uh, you know who you put your trust in and mm. um, mm-hmm. so i'm thoroughly impressed and glad is possibly the not wor- the right word but as you can tell i'm not being able to string words together Mm. today um but i i'm glad that that we watched that i i did have trepidation uh, as far as um putting myself through that but mm. yeah i um it's an important film that i'm happy to have watched yeah, yeah. would you watch it again i don't know mm-hmm. i I did say that I didn't particularly enjoy or like it, but yeah. I, I think I think I could watch it again. Yep, yep. I, I, it'll be a while, I think, before I mm. I did. Um, just just long enough for me to uh, forget <laughs> what happens, um, which isn't terribly long. But I, I could watch that again. If you decide it's not going on your shelf, then uh, I'll, I'll take it off your hands and stick it on mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll be the first R-rated film on the shelf. 
Um, Acting-wise. Yes. Acting-wise. So, we we mentioned Kitano, mm-hmm. Takeshi Kitano. Um, Tatsuya Fujiwara as uh, Shuya, a ostensible protagonist who, spoiler alert, survives the film mm-hmm. because... Protagonists because, tend because to was survive pure. such films. Because he was pure. Mm. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, he is also in another film that I've watched. Um, it was on SBS On Demand um, some time ago. Uh, along the same lines, uh, The Insight Mill, seven-day death game, which takes place underground with with a very vague rule set. You've probably not watched no, it, but no. um, I I quite enjoyed that film, um, and I, I, I seem to quite enjoy this actor's work. Okay. Fair so, <laughs> there yeah, we he, go. He did it a... Yeah, uh, the, the acting all the way through it was... Uh, was good. It was solid, and I'd say maybe maybe a little shaky with some of the characters that we don't get to yeah. see much before they're offed. Yep. Yes. As far as the core group was mm. concerned, you you definitely got the vibe that uh, there there would have been a sense of camaraderie amongst those who uh, had a lot more acting to go to do together. So yeah, yeah. they were not fifteen though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> uh, I, I, I went through a brief moment of, of thinking my three youngest uh, are turning 15 this year, and uh, yes, that that weren't them. <laughs> yeah. um, at the time, uh, Fujiwara, who played Shuya, yep. uh, was 18. Okay. Well, probably a bit younger than that because production, but yes. Mm-hmm. There were some great locations too. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I really liked the island. It was yeah. yeah. It, 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 all all the the locations felt like they belonged on mm. an island. Yes. Yep. I guess uh, it, it's unfair to compare it to the Hunger Games as far as location was concerned, was because mm. all of that was simulated. Um, so, but but there were certainly times in the Hunger Games where I felt that locations were very staged. Well, given that the Hunger Games takes place in a specific location <laughs> that's been built up in yes. such a way that it encourages. <laughs> more the case of there there are certain spots on the the Hunger Games where. I feel like if you walked, you know, four or five meters that way, you'd you'd find uh, scaffolding and, <laughs> and a couple of lighting rigs. Yes, yes. Um, mm. uh, the music was good too. Yes. In this, yeah. It. it uh, but again, it, um, it contributed to that um, keeping everything just away from the edge mm. as well. Do you have anything else you wish to no, say no, about I, that? I think I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
it, it is brutal, but if you uh, do have a stomach for that and can get your hands on it, uh, I do recommend it. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, shall we move on then? Sure. The following segment has no title. We apologise for the inconvenience. Thomas, would you please read the suggestions that have been contributed to uh, which Studio Ghibli films we have not watched? So, I have a comment here from Helen, mm-hmm. which says that you should cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the block. <laughs> um, and a comment from me, mm-hmm. uh, clarifying a remark. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm looking for those Studio Ghibli suggestions. Mm, and I see a, a link from you recommending a film. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I, I don't think we've got anything. <laughs> I, I, I think our, our dear listeners are, are like a game of Battle Royale. <laughs> uh, yes. We, we, we do seem to be getting roughly the same number of we listeners do. every we week do. if we look at the analytics. But... <laughs> They're all being downloaded into a single uh, set of computers um in bangladesh (laughs) no one's listening to it it's just uh the bots are just downloading it um that being said there there was indeed a comment from helen who uh was which strongly suggests that she did make it all the way through to that entire episode yes so thank you thank you (laughs) all right we may as well move on. Yeah, no, I've got nothing left to cover. Pick a film for next week so we can go to bed. It's my turn. It is. Okay, I'm going to uh, call on the My Movies database gods to <laughs> throw a movie at us. I'm going to give the phone a shake. Right, okay. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Okay. Or from the ridiculous to the sublime, I don't know. It's actually one that I want to revisit and you've marked as interested. So I'm curious to know whether you've actually watched it or not. We shall soon find out. I don't think you're going to get very far through the uh, description before you can determine what film we are going to be watching next week. So here is the description on the back of the case. During the winter of 1952, British authorities entered the home of mathematician, cryptanalyst, and war hero Alan Turing. Okay. Played by Benedict Cumblebumbleby, to investigate a reported burglary. They instead ended up arresting Turing himself on charges of gross indecency. <laughs> an accusation that would lead to his devastating conviction for the criminal offence of homosexuality. Little did the officials know they were actually incriminating the pioneer of modern-day computing, famously leading a motley group of scholars, linguists, 
chess champions and intelligence officers, he was credited with cracking the so-called unbreakable codes of Germany's World War II Enigma machine. An intense and haunting portrayal of a brilliant, complicated man, the imitation game follows a genius who, under nail-biting pressure, helped to shorten the war and, in turn, save millions of lives. That is the imitation game. It is indeed, from 2014. Are you up for that? Sure. Good. Like you suggested it then. So we are watching uh, The Imitation Game next week. We hope that you can uh, join us. If you can get your hands on a copy if you haven't seen it. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, it will possibly mean more if you watch it before the episode. But until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. (laughs) You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a high hello production. The director's cut of Battle Royale is classified R for hyper Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Cellulose Free. My name is Colin, and with me, it's my turn now.